Hello everyone, and welcome to Tea Time with Parker. Hi, I'm Parker. Um, I suggest to grab your cups of tea and listen well. I have my cup of tea. <laughs> Anyhow, today I want to talk about certain topics. I don't want to go too deep into them. I don't want this episode to feel too heavy for the first episode, I guess. Um, I think maybe the first thing I should do is introduce myself, give you a little bit of non-interesting facts about me, because I'm not that interesting, in all honesty, um, and see how the podcast goes from there. Anywho, as you know, I'm Parker. I'm 18 years old. I... I'm autistic, and I think that's one of the main issues I'm going to be... Not issue, but topics. Autism is going to be one of... Not the main topics I want to spread out from just autistic mental health issues. I want to spread into anxiety, into depression, into deep mental health. I want to educate myself and educate you guys, um, so it's going to be fun, but um, I'm autistic, I I like K-pop, I've been into K-pop since I was really little, um, it's just one of the things I've always liked, um, I love pastels, as you can tell by the cover art. I love pastels. They're just, they're so pretty. They're soft, they're calming, and they're pretty. Um, I love cats. I don't think you understand my obsession with cats. (laughs) I also love Sims. I love the Sims series. Not people, not many Sims know this. Not many Sims know this. Great. Great English me. <laughs> Not many simmers know this, but The Sims d- does have lore behind the game. And it's just, it's interesting of where the creators have decided what to do with it. Like, what times they have. And just everything in The Sims 4 as you know, isn't going really well at the moment because of the um, Star Wars pack. But, you know, The Sims 4 is an alternate universe towards The Sims series. I'm digressing. I should stop. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to go on a rant. Um, I would say that's, that's what you need to know about me, is that I'm a K-pop pastel Sims loving freak. <laughs> I, you know, just this way you need to know about me, I guess. Um, so fr- from going from that, I want to talk about how to deal with someone that you believe is autistic and is having a meltdown in public. Now, you may not know who the person is, they they might be a stranger, but you believe that they are having an autistic meltdown. The first step to do is 
not try and pay attention to them because it they're trying to deal with it on their own they don't want to be too obvious to people because they're scared because well i need to stop saying there we because every autistic person is different they're all different not one autistic person is the same some may have similar interests some may have similar coping mechanism mechanic mech, that word <laughs> and you know we're similar but we're not the same as that famous tiktok song goes i don't really go on tiktok i'm sorry i should oof. <laughs> um but the best thing to do is that we're, well, I'm not trying to be too obvious and I prefer for you not to look at me. So I th I, I've talked to other autistic friends of mine and they think the same, that they don't want to be recognised when they're having a breakdown or a meltdown in public. They prefer to deal with it on their own. Um, most of us prefer not to be touched. Do not touch. You shouldn't even touch someone without their consent anyway, but just don't try and, like, pat us on a shoulder or try and, like, hug us or me or whatever, you know. Just don't, don't try because you're just going to escalate the situation to something bigger that it needs to be. Um... Don't make too much noise. Now, that's a big thing. Autistic people have higher senses than the normal person. It's just it's just how it is. We have higher senses than a normal person. We hear louder. We smell, we smell better. Um, we experience things that non-Aspie people experience. And it's hard. It, it's really hard. But we, we just deal with it how it, how it is. Um, so don't make too much sound near us. Don't, don't, don't be loud. It's, it's not going to help. So don't touch and don't be loud. Don't keep eye contact with them. Not eye contact, but don't stare at them. Don't be like, full on staring them down because you think that they're weird because they're having an attack in public it's just don't <laughs> um what else uh if i was in a situation and i was having a breakdown in public i carry a this might be weird to some people but i carry like a little plush around in my bag and I take that out when I need to because feeling something soft um and squishing something soft that helps me tremendously when I'm in a high stressed environment and that helps me so much <laughs> like I don't think you understand how much soft things help me <laughs> um so if I was near a break of an attack, I would bring out my plush, I would squish it, I would feel it, but then I would feel people's eyes on me 
because I'm doing that. And people think that's weird for... I look like a 12-year-old. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really small. People think I'm 12 when in reality I'm 18. So people think this little 12-year-old is, like, carrying a plush and squishing it and, like, crying <laughs> while squishing it. <laughs> um, people think that's weird, so obviously they're going to stare. So the best thing for an Aspie person to do is to go into a public toilet and lock themselves in until they calm down. That's what I do. And I bring my little, my little plush with me and I try and calm myself down. And if I can't calm myself down, I will go home. I will cry myself whilst rubbing my plush all the way home. <laughs> That's what I do. But if I can't make it home, then and I end up having an attack, I will crouch onto the floor, <laughs> squish, squishing my, like, plush, crying, um, and it's just too much. There's too much going on for me to understand, and it's so hard trying to figure out what to do with yourself. It's... It's, it's hard. You don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know how to deal with it because people are looking at you. Don't look at someone when they're having an attack. You're paying more attention on them than they want. And don't whisper to your friends saying, that's a little bit weird because we will hear you and that will make it so much worse because you'll make us feel like we're a freak. You'll make us feel like we're not human because you think that we're weird. Yes, we have our little quirks, but everybody has quirks. So don't be that bitch and whisper to your friend saying, that's weird. And continue to stare at us whilst giggling. If you're that person, you need to rethink your mindset. You need to rethink your mindset. Um... Sorry, I went on like a little <laughs> run. <laughs> um... So, the main points we got from that is don't stare, don't whisper to your friend saying that's weird, don't touch, and don't make a lot of noise. I say those are the key points that you have to do. Um, sorry, I was just having a cup of tea. <laughs> um... So that's, that's, that's what to do. The other topic I want to go to is autistic traits. Um, for autistic traits, everybody is different, but you do have main autistic traits. Um, 
you need to have a certain amount of traits to get a final diagnosis. Some people will have um, not enough traits to have autism. So in your records, you'll be put down as autistic traits, but you would not be diagnosed with autism. Unfortunately, that's how it goes. Um, so I say the main traits for autism is um, eye contact. Um, dissociation. I would say that's that isn't a main one, but that's a main one for me. I dissociate. Dissociate. I can't speak today. <laughs> I disassociate a lot like too much for my own good you become overwhelmed in loud places um loud crowded all that places because you're overstimulated another autistic trait is social situations are not great let's Let's dive into that one, right? Social situations. It's it's hard to explain, but for me personally, I'm in a group of friends and someone makes a joke and everybody laughs and they go, haha, that's so fucking funny, you know? And you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> and that person that made a joke it's kind of sad with you. Well, not sad, but they're kind of like, what? Like, how did you not get it? It's so funny. And you're there like, I just, I'm sorry. I don't get it. And then you become, well, I become more self-conscious because I made that person upset. I become more stimmy. I will tell you what stims are if you don't know what they are later on in the episode <laughs> but I become more stimmy I become more quiet and I just feel awful for not getting a joke another thing that I cannot get is sarcasm I do not get sarcasm I I'm learning I'm really learning sarcasm but it it's hard um so when someone says something that's really sarcastic and like I'm like are you being mean to me right now it, it seems like you're being mean to me and they're like no I'm just being sarcastic I just I don't it's so hard to get sarcasm it's so hard for me to understand someone's body language, understand someone's emotion. Not emotions, I understand emotions to an extent. But it's hard to understand someone's body language tone, someone's tone changes, and I, if it's drastically changed, then I understand. But if it's like a slight change of tone I don't understand um uh um t 
tone change. Uh, sorry, I've lost thought. <laughs> I've lost thought. That's great. Um, yep, yeah, I lost thought. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, tone change. What else do I? Social cues, that's it. <laughs> I do not understand social cues. If someone wants me to leave, I will stay. And if someone wants me to stay, I will leave. <laughs> it's it's just it's hard for me to get social cues. That's that's just like that's the tea, honey. <laughs> um what else? Okay, let's let's stop with the social. Because there's a lot with social and it's just hard in general. You feel lonely. You feel like you're, you're not human because you don't understand. When I was little, I, I, I don't want to say little, I was like... 13, 14, 15, one of those free ages. I really lost count, honestly. I, I will say between those three years, I was monotone. I had a monotone voice. My facial expressions were non-existent. And I think that was the time when my mask finally disappeared. Again, I will say what masking is either later on in the episode or another episode. But during those three years, my mask came down due to an event in my life. And I was called a robot. Now, I don't think you... If you are autistic, you would understand. But if you are a non-Aspie, being called a robot, so it's just so... It's... It's not nice. It's not the... It's, it's like one of the... It's not the worst things you can be called, but one of the things that... It really gets to you. I will... I don't want to go too deep into this in the first episode. I want the first episode to be a bit, you know, lighthearted and fun and, you know, just basic information. Uh. Sorry, guys. Um, I had to stop recording because uh, something happened. Anywho... I want this first episode to be a bit lighthearted, fun, you know, woo! Not too deep. I don't want the first episode to be too deep because, you know, it's the first episode. Who wants the first episode to be a bit too deep? Um, so, you know, uh, just don't call someone that's an Aspie or anyone for that a robot. It's it's dehumanizing. That's what I'm gonna say about it now. I'm gonna stop before I go on on a rant. Um, 
but there's, there's so many autistic traits that you can have. So many. Um, sorry, I just banged my cup. <laughs> um, what else? Um... Sorry about that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, um, I'm like, I'm struggling right now, but I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. I have set this podcast as a challenge for myself to get better at my speaking skills. I don't have the best speaking skills. I tend to ramble and ramble and ramble on. Some people find it really funny, some people find it a bit strange, and I thought I would set this podcast to help me speak properly. Um, Another autistic trait with speaking with speaking is some autistic people script. If you don't know what scripting is, scripting is when you learn uh, a sentence or words from a certain book, show, uh, YouTube channel, podcast, whatever you want. Uh, we learn how to speak through media. Best way to describe it is that we learn how to speak through media. Um, and then our brains make a script for us in different social situations. And we play that script out and, you know, that's how it is. Um, and I set my challenge to not write a script on paper and not write a script in my head. I personally don't control if I write a script in my head or not. It just happens. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to wing it. My mind is blank for a script and everything. I've never done a podcast before. And I set this as a challenge for myself. So please... Do mind me, I am new to this, and I do not have a script in front of me. <laughs> um, so that, scripting is an autistic trait. Uh, eye contact, never autistic trait. Wait, I think I already said that. I'm pretty sure I already said that, but if I didn't, eye contact, boom. But I have a little trick for eye contact. I, I cannot... Sometimes, sometimes I can. Um, I can look at someone in their eyes if I know them to a great extent. Like, I had a girlfriend for more than a year and within, I'd say, a year into our relationship, I looked into her eyes and I was like, your eyes are green. And she was like, oh my God, you looked into my eyes. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, um, it takes time for me to look uh, someone in their eyes. So I have a little trick. I have to look at their eyebrows, their no the tip of the nose, or if they have glasses, the bridge. The bridge of the glasses. That's a little tip that I do. Um, fun fact. <laughs> if you want to take that and use it for your own, go ahead. Um, another autistic trait is called same foods. 
if you do not know what a same food is, is when a autistic person eats the same food every day and it's their favorite food until they find something else that will become their same food. Right now, my same food is pot noodle. <laughs> and it has to be, it's a suspific, perspic, suspic, that the English word, you know what I'm trying to say, uh, the a certain type of pot noodle. And that is the chicken and mushroom. But I do an extra autistic thing and I sieve out the bits. And I just use the powder. I know, I'm weird. Whatevs, we've already established this. <laughs> but that's one thing I do. So another autistic trait, as we said, was same foods. Another autistic and non-aspie trait, I'm going to say this non-aspie trait, is stimulation. Now, everybody stims. It's completely normal. Do not stop stimming. You need stimulation to process certain things. Um, so, stimming. Uh, stimulation is great. I love stimming. Happy stim. Flappy arms. Um, that's quite... Um, that's quite a ironic uh, stim, to be honest. Um, most people think someone's autistic if they flap their arms, and I do that. Not all people do that, but I do that when I'm happy. I also do a thing, and I call it the penguin. Um, I basically waddle and move my arms against my body like a little penguin and that's also a stress stim and a happy stim. Some autistic people just have the set of stims but I have figured out that I have stims for a different emotions and that's how people can recognize what emotion I am having by my stim um that's uh I say that's a pretty cool thing that people have picked that up um I this is a <laughs> this is a funny stim you know the um the shaka bra uh the uh shaka bra I think that's what it's called when you put uh, your pinky and your thumb up and the rest down and you shake it. I do that when I listen to music. <laughs> yes, uh, you stim whilst you listen to music. You stim whilst you concentrate. You stim for everything. Now, I want to say this loud and clear. Just because you stim does not mean you are autistic. Everyone stims. I've seen people that are asking if they should stop stimming. And my opinion on this is do not. I repeat, do not stop stimming. Otherwise, you're going to become 
overloaded with a lot of things. So for me personally, do not stop stimming. Don't. It's normal to stim. Completely normal. But again, I'm going to say this once again. Do not think you are autistic because you stim. I have had someone come to me saying that they think they are autistic because they kept on bouncing their leg up and down when they're nervous. <clears throat> Do not think you are autistic because you stim. I suggest if you think that you are autistic, go and get tested. <sighs> but it's really hard to get tested and diagnosed. I'm going to save that for another episode because I have a big rant for that. <laughs> so I think we've done with the autistic traits. I know I did not label them all. Because, again, I don't want this episode to be too long. It's the first episode. And I'm just going to ramble on and on about the autistic traits that you can have. But those, I say, are, like, not the main traits, but, like, they're more dominant traits for autistic people, I guess. The dominant traits for autistic people are social situations, no good, no thank you. Um, eye contact, eh! I would say some autistic people are great at eye contact and other people are just really bad at it. Uh, but it is my, the, the majority eye contact, no thank you. Um, from No, I wouldn't say disassociation is a, uh, is a main thing. That's just for me. I don't know if any of you guys have dissociation with your traits, but mine is, um, stimming, again, is a dominant trait, but it's also, if you stim, you're not autistic, it, well, you are autistic, well, if you're autistic and you stim, then you're autistic, but if you stim and you're not autistic, then you're just stimming, aren't you? Um, and another trait I would say that we've covered is... Um, nope, lost it, sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry, I'm really bad at this. Um, but hopefully I'll get better. Hopefully. Um, let's go on to a cool topic that I really like. Let's go on to special interests. Um, if you don't know, if you're not Aspie, I... You might know, you might not know, but if you're not Aspie, Aspie people love a certain topic and my certain topic I love is well you can have more than one I would say you can have more than one but majority of people have just one um well no no I wouldn't sorry I just drank a bit of tea no I wouldn't say just one I have no, scrap that. Uh, uh, special interests. When when an SP people people. 
when Aspie person has a special interest, we take it to the extreme. Like, god tier level, <laughs> we take it to the extreme. If we have a friend that's also interested in that, we try, well, I try. <laughs> we don't, I, I don't mean for it to happen, but it happens and you self-consciously one-up them in that topic. I, I don't mean it for it to happen, but I just, I want to know everything about that topic. And the best thing that you, that you are when you're autistic is that you, well, I wouldn't say every autistic people person is like that, but for me, if I'm in a special, if I have a special interest, I will remember that special interest when I go back onto another special interest and I'll be able to go back to the facts, facts and thingies I've learned from that special interest, be like, hey, I know that. Um, people say I'm not academically smart, but I am very smart in a way that people I'm very smart in a in a dumb smart way. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. Um I'm I'm smart in a way that people don't understand like why I know this. That type of smart like um Did you know China wasn't originally China? China um was separated into different kingdoms and this emperor uh forgot his full name but he had Chin in his name, right? So Emperor Chin, he became uh he became emperor at a young age and he was the moment that he came onto the throne, he was like, time to plan my funeral. <laughs> he was really young as well, but he was like, time to plan my funeral and they were in China, they, they built dirt pyramids. They did the exact same thing that Egyptians did, but with dirt. So they were building his dirt pyramid. And at that time, they, uh, Chin was like, let's conquer, like, these other kingdoms. And he did. And he made a whole country called China. So, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I know stuff like that, but I don't know what, like, math. I, I'm really bad at dividing. I know that's, like, the normal thing, but I'm really bad at dividing. So, special interests you can become really educated in. Um, so, I at the moment, my special interest is well it's always been k-pop right my special interest ever since i was little k-pop always not my main interest but a side interest i like the community i like what to know what's going on in the community i like all the new debuts and like um a girl uh kim namju i think that's her name from A Pink, she did a debut a cup 
well, a solo, a solo debut, a couple of like, week, like a week ago. And you know, I just like to keep up with that. It's like, you know, what else? Um, when I was in high school, I used to play piano for about three years. I'm really into classical music. I would say the majority, when I was in high school, uh, classical music was a, I wouldn't say special interest, but it would be an interest. And I would want to know more about it. But I, it wasn't an, a special interest. It was just an interest that I like grasped onto for like three years, and I just slowly disappeared from it. Um, when I moved up to Scotland, uh, that it just suddenly stopped, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't feel lost without it. But I, I guess I've always had classical music to fill that gap. I guess. Uh, but when you were like, I think the main thing I miss about piano is when you're playing in a tense piece, uh, let's say, what's in a tense piece? Right, this isn't, a, this isn't in a tense piece, but it's a piece that the majority know, so I'm going to say it. And I'm so sorry for saying this. But the flight of the bumblebee, oh my god, I can't believe I said that, right? So, I get really annoyed with that song because I keep on hearing it. Constantly hear it. Don't want it. Leave it. Composer was great. The song was great. Until it became overplayed. No, it's fun. It's fun to play. It really is. So when you're playing something like the flight of the bumblebee, it's, it's kind of... I didn't... I use Flyer the Bumblebee, god. So, I'm only doing this because maybe the majority of you don't know what classical, like, you don't listen to classical music, but, you know, Flyer the Bumblebee, easy. You know, everybody knows it. So, when you play a fast piece, you get this feeling, this rush of... You just get this rush, and it's a feeling that you, you can't get anywhere else. It's so... It's just exhilarating. It's a feeling that I miss, but I get like a hint of it, like a slight hint of it when I listen to classical music. And so I would say classical music used to be a special interest, but now it's just an interest. Um, another special interest was, uh, I think it still is. I would say it still is. I mean, look at my room. <laughs> oh my God. Um, is pastels. Now, you may be thinking, a colour as your special interest? Now, I have my clothes, pastel. My bedding, pastel. My teddies, pastel. My, <laughs> my decor, pastel. I take, I wouldn't say pastel is a special interest, I would say it's more of like a, like, a, a liking, but I, I would, I personally would class it as a special interest because pastel, I'm into the latest pastel, uh, fashion, uh, YouTubers, I'm into, you know, just general, like, fashion for pastel, 
that's I say that's a special interest ever since I was little. Um, also, let's say My Little Pony. Yeah, I know, but the colors are cute. The story behind it, as they found out that adults was watching it, it progressed into a more mature-ish. Like, kids can watch it, but also adults can understand it as well. I would say I used to be, like, really into that. I used to read the comics. I used to uh, watch fairy videos. I used to theorize a lot. And I just used to do a lot. Um, Another special interest that I'm into... I would say Sims. Sims is... Sorry guys, I had to stop recording for a second because there was like a little thing upstairs, but that's got... Uh, it's just, you know. Um, I was talking about the colours and, you know, the cute things. I just... I love cute things. I would say my special interest is cute things. Is <laughs> the best way to describe it. Also... I guess you could say my special interest is educating people about mental health issues, especially autistic issues. I have views for disabled people and I want to voice those views as well. Because a little fun fact about me, I used to be on my student council for the DAS department. If you do not know what a DAS department is, it is a special needs department uh, with people that were in wheelchairs, people that had autism, people that had like Down syndrome, all that. And I used to be the spokesperson for DAS. And I felt so great to tell people of how I felt and how they were treating us and how we're not dumb. We know exactly what you're doing and you're affecting us in a certain way. Because unfortunately, people at our high school thought that the DAS department were dumb fucks. Unfortunately, they thought that we were just dumb. And I wanted to express my opinions that we're not dumb. We understand what you're doing. We understand that you're bullying us in a social aspect because they used to try and like take us over to their tables ask us all these do you have a crush do you like like this person do you like like oh my god you're so cute and like just ask us questions that we know that they're gonna make fun out of once we leave and when they were asking these questions they were laughing at us and we know what you're doing and you're a bitch for doing that and you're an actual bitch and you should just stop, you should rethink what you're doing and you should just like stop. I'm going to, I'm, I'm actually going to do another episode on that because I have so much to say on that. Too much to say on that. <laughs> But again, I want this episode to be like a little lighthearted, a little fun, you know. You know, you guys get to know me and I educate you on some autistic traits and fun facts about autism. Um, I would say another little fun fact about autism. I'm going to I'm going to say this like lightly with like a little pinch of salt. 
the majority of autistic people are in the LGBT community. I know it's I, I I know it's bad to say that, but it's true. I'm sorry, it's true. The majority of us are in the LGBT community. We're either gay, we're either non-binary, we're either polyamorous, we're either um you know uh we're either trans, you know. The majority of us are in the LGBT community because we know how to express ourselves. I know. Um, autistic people are great at expressing themselves through their identity, through their clothes, through their gender expression, through um, their sexuality. We are great at expressing ourselves through that sense. We, I've, we're great at expressing ourselves in a way that we want to express ourselves in. Sorry, let me just take a sip of my tea. Um, I would say that's a strong point for us, is that we know who we are. Some, <coughs> sorry, I have a, um, I like nearly like choked on my tea. <laughs> um, some of us do find it hard to find out who we are and how to express ourselves and who we are. I think I already said that. <laughs> um, it's we have a struggle just like everyone else to find who we are, but once we find who we are and the way that we want to express ourselves, we do it in a way that no one else can do. And it's, it's amazing. It's, it's great to see someone is able to show them, show themselves without giving a fuck of what people think. It's great. <laughs> um, Uh, what else do I want to talk about that's a little light-hearted and fun? Um, um, let's see. I would say a lot of autistic people are fun to hang out with because... We have so many different interests. There's this girl, I write, I know this girl from TikTok because my other friend sent me her little TikTok thing. And her special interests is bats. And I love her and like sharks and bats and like, she's so cute. And she works in a little bat cave and, um, these people bought her like her special interest gift and I was like oh my god <laughs> but hanging out with autistic people if you do not have an autistic friend get one I'm sorry you need to get one um we're amazing to hang out with yeah we get tired really easily 
we like shut down really easily. We cry really easily. Well, I do anyway. <laughs> but I think we're pretty fun to hang out with, you know? Because um, each one of us has a different interest. And I think it's fun to have a group of people that have very, very different interests. Because you can talk to each other about your different interests. And you can be like, wow, that's interesting. It's so fun. I'm sorry, but it's fun. You just get like, autistic friends more, please. <laughs> more special interests please um but when i go to comic con yes i go to comic con whatever right i see so many uh weebs there sorry so many weebs <laughs> but once i was dressed as grail and i was dressed as grail and this little, not a little, they were, they were cool. And, uh, this, this person came over to me and they were like, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, sure. They were wearing a little flower crown and they were so cute. I have them on Instagram, <laughs> but they were so cute. And they were like, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, yeah, sure you can. And after... I was like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, I just have to, like, stay out here because I'm autistic. And I was like, oh, so am I. And then we just, like, stimmed. We were happy stimming. And we were, like, talking about our favorite interests and everything. And I was like, the I think that was my favorite part of the con. Yes, I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time. But she she never went to cons and that was her first con that she went to and she didn't understand what was going on. So uh, I took her around, showing her things and she was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, I know, right? But she didn't understand the con culture until I met my autistic friend. I don't talk to them now, unfortunately. I didn't really talk to them. So their name was Ollie. I think that was their name, Ollie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't talk to them now, but um, I wish I could. They were pretty cute, <laughs> but uh, yeah. If you like, you just need to get more autistic friends. I'm sorry. Uh, we're really fun to hang out with because we have special interests. And yeah, we are a bit socially awkward. Yeah, whatevs, but please. I want more friends. Oh my god, it sounds so desperate. Um I think Sorry, I was just looking around my room and then I saw uh, a Kermit. Now, if you don't know, obviously you don't know because you don't know who I am, but I have a Kermit in my room because my sister bought me a Kermit for Christmas. And every time either one of us are away, we place it in a, in a special area where that person has to find it. It's really easy to find him because he's big, like he's a big Kermit. But we put in like the really odd positions 
and he's on my like sisters uh, because my sister's away and I'm here I put him on the um the bed like the uh the end of the bed like the the wood thing you know end of the bed wood thing yeah put him on that and I just saw him and he's just he's just staring at me you have to love him. Also, uh, I have a picture of a screaming Kermit and he's like really, really blurred. And we have a window because um, our bedroom is a... So in Scotland, in a... Uh, Scotland's really weird. It's really weird. Um, in Scotland, if you live in like a highly populated area, like I do, uh, they built the living rooms upstairs. Let me sink that in for a second. They built the living rooms upstairs. <laughs> so, um, we have the used to be living room as a bedroom because it's the biggest room in the house and me and my sister share a room. Um, so because it used to be the living room, we have like this glass thing and it's covered by my pride flag and other weeb posters and a fallout poster and you know just just cool things but at the bottom bottom side of it when people go down the stairs sometimes they'll notice sometimes they won't they'll see the screaming blurred kermit and it's really funny like when we bring someone over and then they just notice the screaming like I think, I think it was one of my friends and they came over and it was like their fifth time over and then they just saw the Kermit and they just like burst out laughing and I was like, that's been there like since I've moved in. <laughs> so, you know, we have that as well. So I've, that's why she bought the Kermit because we just love him so much. <laughs> um... Another thing about autistic, well, no, a thing about me is that when I stim, uh, family members notice, but they can decide which stim is which. <laughs> it's like a superpower, because sometimes I have the same stim for like... Uh, with, I have the same, same, um, so when I'm, like, a bit anxious, I, uh, uh, what do you, shake, I shake my, uh, wrist, and it looks like the thing from Doctor Who, that one episode where the master, uh, with David Tennant was like shaking his whole body and turned everyone into the master around the whole Doctor Who universe. Um. Oh! Anywho, I just got like a little heads up saying that like this segment is like nearly over. So I think I'm going to decide to end it here and you know finish on our conversation and probably the next episode or the um you know just completely forget this ep episode ever happens you know 
Anywho, I'll try and do a podcast maybe like once, like every week or every like. Maybe, maybe I'll do it daily. Maybe I won't. Who knows? I don't have anything else to do because of like quarantine and stuff like that. But anywho, I just want to say thank you for um listening and. Um, I'm so sorry for the mess that I've made of this podcast, but I hope you come back for some more and next episode we'll be diving into some heavier topics and, you know, topics like that. So, um, I don't have any social media right now, but probably next episode I'll like be like, hey, follow me on Twitter or something like that. But right now I don't have any like thing for Tea Time with Parker, so, um. Just want to say thank you for listening, and um, I hope you enjoyed our little conversation type thing, and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye!